0: Welcome to Simone J. I'm Sydney. I'm Shu. And we're here to talk to you about One
1: Taste. One Taste. Taste. Which
0: is not one of those ice cream shops that gives you the teeny tiny cone. No. Those are great. There was one that I lived by in Brooklyn called Penny Licks, and you could for a dollar get a miniature ice cream cone, and it was the perfect after dinner place to go where I'm not hungry enough to eat a whole dessert. Let me go get a penny lick. Um, <laughs> so it's not that.
1: No. And let me just say up top, this was a topic recommended to us by a listener. Who, Can we say her name? Um, I will just say Minky. Okay. as uh, Instagram name. Oh, I don't know her because you manage our Instagram. Yeah. Well, so she sent us a DM saying, have you looked into this cult called One Taste? Supposedly, they're all about the female orgasm. would love to hear your thoughts on that. Well, thank you. Yeah. Thanks so much. So we looked into it and I was like, Sydney, we need to do an episode on this like ASAP.
0: And I remember initially after your first round of research, because you did a lot of research for this
1: episode... After your more first than usual, yes. I won't say a lot, but I'll say more than usual. You usually. did you didn't a lot. <laughs> oh, thank you. Um, your first
0: shift of falling down the rabbit hole into one taste. You texted me, still not sure if it's a cult or not. It might just be some guy's way of grabbing a lot of snatch,
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, rubbing a lot of clits. Oh,
0: is that what it was? Yeah. Okay, I can't. We're using
1: my phone to record uh, this, so yes, I can't, can't pull look up at it, the
0: but... text dialogue.
1: Yeah. So, Because that was specific to like, we'll get into it. We'll get it. into
0: it. So tell us
1: about this fucking organization. Okay. One Taste is a business dedicated to researching and teaching the practices of orgasmic meditation and slow sex. And you're like, what the fuck is orgasmic meditation? I can pretty like- much figure <laughs> out what that is just from the name, but elaborate. <laughs> they have some slogans like, you do yoga... Get the orgasm or some shit. (laughs) You meditate, you do yoga, get into orgasmic meditation. Like, they're going after, like, the healthy crowd. Yeah. People who are into new age type shit. Anyways, orgasmic meditation is a unique wellness practice that combines mindfulness with the power of the deeply felt experience of orgasm, says their website.
0: And I'm just going to say right off the bat, like... I just, we know that I am not a joiner and I don't do group activities very well and I generally like being alone or hanging out with people one-on-one. And the minute something gets organized, I'm pretty much out. We saw what it did to my love of Pilates and how I just don't like group things. And so as I read about this, it's like, yeah, it's being present and being in the now and practicing mindfulness while also getting off. Yeah. Why do we need a teacher or a group right. to do this with?
1: Well, they say that it's not so much about getting off, like there should not be any goal. Mm-hmm. It's just about being present in the feelings of having your clit rubbed.
0: Which is fair because a lot of people's interpretation of sex is that the goal is orgasm yeah. and we talk a lot about that right. on the show how it's kind of silly when it's like we talked a lot about it on vaginismus or erectile rectal- dysfunction that like sex can still be sex without penetration or without orgasm because you need to learn how to enjoy the full experience of it so we get that right That yeah. it's like it's not about like Taking a bullet train to orgasm town, but enjoying the road to that. Yeah. Because it does suck when like you have a partner who's like, either they don't care if you come or they're just like so focused on like I'm gonna make you come yeah and you're like how about you
1: just like enjoy the moment
0: yeah and like maybe if you didn't do so much right uh that's an early episode when we were like why you gotta do too much why you gotta
1: do too much we don't know
0: yeah so that's understandable okay. yeah
1: so at first like looking at the because the w- first place I started was at their website because oh. I'm like, let me just get it from the horse's mouth. See one what's going on. Here. Oh, I didn't even write it down. I just I don't know, I Googled one taste and it took me to their website. Okay. Um, and they said, you know, the goal is there's no need to get anywhere. There's it's, there's no goal in mm-hmm. this. It's just it's like a yoga or meditation practice for the sex life. Okay. And it does um, you know, project towards a lot of people who have had issues int- with intimacy and people who maybe have had traumatic sex experiences in the past. And this is supposed to be like a healing process. Mm-hmm. So it was founded in 2001 by Nicole De and Robert Candle. Um, I'm not I didn't really find any information on him. He's kind of a lesser character. Yes.
0: Basically, this bitch was in a doctoral program at, like, what, Berkeley to get her PhD
1: in semantics. So she knows language. Yeah. And she said that she developed the OM-based, the OM practice based on a monk's technique that she met at a party and he showed her. So I'm like, so you're partying with some monks. Okay. Yeah. And they're like, oh, do you want to relax more? Like. This is what I'm assuming happened. Like, let me show you a deeper meditation technique.
0: Yeah, she fucking fell in with these dudes who they... This one guy had this really... And the dollop has an episode about it where in the 70s at Berkeley, he basically got a program in sensuality going where you can get a fucking degree in sensuality. Yeah, And then these like academic inspectors came and they found a bunch of naked hippies like peeling potatoes and licking each other's (laughs) genitals and like it's very weird and that program eventually went away um but because that was a movement right Right. You know, sexual revolution, orgasms, communing with each other. And I mean, where else but Northern California to find (laughs) all that shit. So like some of the people she got her ideas from were hangovers from the 70s burst of coming and like tantric stuff. Yeah. And that's something that's been around for a while because like in the... 20s there were underground doctors who would treat hysteria by fisting women yes you know and so you'd go and you'd get fisted and it would help
1: calm you down yes of course it would fair enough (laughs) um yeah she claims that om is a fix to the hunger for connection plaguing western women who eat too much work too much shop too much and still feel empty so she's kind of speaking to my lifestyle oh no i was like yeah you know i well, i like to get my shop on i like to eat some bread but yeah um that's basically my life right there still i don't think i need to go to an organization correct for this so i let's... just need to go to your
0: dad's house <laughs>
1: oh Zing! Yeah. um so let's get into the the <laughs> She was laughing because I'm already upset. She's giving me a face like, no, I don't want
0: to. We're going to do this because we're professionals and I'm going to contain myself. But I also hate, I'm creeped out by hippies. The, The Source Family documentary, which is a really great documentary about a 60s California cult that was into health food and communal sex, And there's some scenes in it. The the great thing is one of the members of that cult was a professional photographer. So it's a very well-documented cult because her job within the cult was to document everything. And it's a great documentary. But that shit disturbed me more than like hostile. Like, I can watch The Human Centipede. I'm good.
1: Oh, no. But I
0: watched this fucking documentary about this hippie cult and I was I think I might have seen that it's very good and interesting and the guy like dies by trying to go hang gliding and getting all paralyzed or some shit oh Jesus (sighs) fucking Christ but (laughs) there's one scene where the first woman in the cult to have a baby there's 70 some people circled around her she's bare naked in the middle of like an auditorium giving birth and something about that is so disturbing yeah to me I don't like it I'm so upset and so I have a visceral reaction to group activities right. especially when they involve sexuality
1: yeah it's definitely fringe yeah and um, from from the beginning because okay take one taste Got a lot more professional starting in twenty sixteen, and they've tried to implement some different things to, you know, not be considered a cult. <laughs> um, but in the beginnings, they were just a very fringe like sex organization. Okay, and they would have um classes where there would be like a lot of couples oming in the in the same, same room. room. So let's get into like what oming is okay and the actions of it so they do have um what they refer to as a container and this is an unchanging non-negotiable aspects of om so like their rules okay which are no commerce 15 minutes only okay safe porting at two distinct points what's safe porting well we'll get to that all right. it's, I, I said the same thing. I'm like, what the fuck is safe porting? Okay. And then I had to read more to find out. Um, the stroker remains clothed. The strokey only undresses from the waist down. Okay. And um, <laughs> which I put, so handmaid's tail. Oh, yeah, that's right? true. It's uh-huh. so weird. Um, nothing extra ever. No intercourse or, you know, because usually the strokey is a man and the stroke. No wait. The stroker is a man, and the strokey is a woman, mm-hmm. and so like there's no like you'll give me a hand job later, right? By the man, yeah. Just he's only there for her pleasure, yeah. And there's no romantic gestures or added or subtracted steps. And this is like a fucking eighteen step process. Oh, it's crazy. Okay. Um. <laughs> but anyways, um, let's see. So then we have the container. We have our rules in place. Now they have a thing called a nest. And this is where the OM is going to take place. And it's like a bed of pillows. Well, at minimum, it's a fresh washcloth, three pillows, um, one for the head and one for each leg, a blanket, gloves, lube, a timer, Uh a firm pillow for the stroker to sit on. And then yeah, I wrote. Oh, it's a fourteen step. Okay, excuse me. Okay, I put my notes. A fourteen step O M practice O I V E.
0: Um, and the glove is important because usually they don't know each other, the stroker and the strokey. Yes. And unless they are a couple in a relationship, they have to use gloves.
1: Yes. Because safe sex. So that's cool. So we're not going to go over all fourteen steps, uh-huh. but basically, um. The woman comes in, she lays in the nest, she's, you know, waist down, undressed. The man ha- puts a glove on, he gets everything ready, and then this. so the, what, the safe porting, uh-huh. those are when he first tells her that, I think he tells her, like, we're going to get in dress now. It's like the beginning of it. And she's gives her consent. Uh-huh. And then the second one, I believe, is when he's like, OK, we're starting now like the actual rubbing. Uh-huh. So once the woman gets in her nest, she gets undressed and the man has his gloves on and his lube on and everything. They set a timer. And also the men are supposed to look away while they're doing this. Yeah, they're
0: definitely not supposed to make eye contact. No,
1: and the woman's just like close her eyes. Like there's no talking, there's no eye contact anything. And then the what an OM really is is the man rubs the woman's clitoris in a very specific way
0: yes it's not just like oh she seems to like this i'm gonna do more of this it's a very specific just motion and system yes like the whole
1: time same um and so he does it for 15 minutes and then it's over and she's supposed to feel great that's her orgasmic meditation Uh uh-huh and so I believe the safe boarding is when they start and then when he's like, we have like five minutes left, I'm going to stop soon. And it's basically like, here I come, here, here I go. Yeah. Um, so that was weird.
0: I think it's weird that part of her mission statement involved saying that we're so disconnected, but then this is such a mechanical
1: thing Yeah, part of me was like, I get it because they don't want it to come off as someone taking advantage of another person and they're trying to make it like more medical so that you will feel comfortable going to a stranger to have this done. Uh But yeah, like you said, it's like you're supposed to be getting to the emotional aspects of it and having like an emotional breakthrough.
0: Which makes me honestly feel very sad. Um I just for a while I had a relationship with a scientific professional and he was a very non-emotional person which is great. Um practical people are fun. However, um when we would have sex it was I would get kind of sad afterwards because it was and he was great in bed he was a beautiful person with the largest penis i have ever seen in real life <laughs> and he was addicted to eating pussy so like great yeah beautiful person great in bed everything good however it was almost like he had it broken down to a science science and was constantly analyzing Like, does she like this? Does she like that? Let me make sure I get her off. Okay, she's gotten off three times. Now I'm ready to come. And it was like he could, like, control his orgasm to the point of, like, all right, I guess I'm good to come now. I'll, you know, flip that switch or whatever. It was the most mechanical, unemotional sex in the entire world. And I reached a point where I just was like, this kind of makes me sad that, like... I'm spending time with this beautiful person in these beautiful environments and then it is the most dispassionate yeah. sex ever. Almost like I imagine like how porn stars are, where you're so good at sex that like it doesn't feel very it's professional and very sterile. Yeah. Um almost like, you know, I've had a lot of surgery, I've seen a lot of doctors, and so people will be like, Isn't that weird to have doctors go up your butt? or You know, isn't that weird to get like your pubes laser off? And I'm like, no, because it's not sexual and sex with this person felt that way. It felt not sexual, not sensual to me. Yeah. And so that's what this OM situation makes me feel like, like, yeah, yeah, you can have this great intense orgasm, but steps have been put in place to prevent there being a human connection element involved. And at that point. What makes it different than masturbating? Because if you aren't getting the cortisol from embracing another human being, you might as well be using a Hitachi magic wand.
1: Yeah. So I don't know. And that's what I kept asking myself because they do um, they do try to tell people like, you know. Don't miss don't mix invitations to OM with other offers like dating or sex or, So don't be like,
0: hey, what are you doing Friday? Oh, you want to go to an OM thing for our first date.
1: Right. So and I was just like, well What's the point then? Yeah, like this is so like why do you have to go to a third party person to get this done? I yeah. just don't understand that. Um, but anyway, so now that we know what OMing is, uh-huh, we can get into the dirt. Because uh, they do have trainers, and it's recommended that OM partners receive training from official sources. Uh-huh. This is some of the new stuff they've implemented. Um, there is an in-person course that's taught by certified instructors and private training offered by certified or certification candidates um, or certified trainers. Mm-hmm. Or you can use the online 101 program, which is what they are trying to push more than ever now. Oh. Because back in the day they had people come to OM classes and they would have students do it there at the class. Uh-huh. Like let's just get into it. And then they started um leasing houses so that members could move into these houses and work for their company.
0: Yeah, which allegedly they're not directly affiliated to the corporation, but it is all OM members living together.
1: Yeah. So. Um, And that is where a lot of the culty yeah. vibes came from. Um, And it was interesting reading their manuscript and like the container and the nest and all the steps. And then I got to the very end. And they had like all the revisions Uh that they've had of their guidebook. And one of the revisions, this really sticks in my mind. They changed all of the words pussy Uh to like genitalia. And I'm like, okay, just call it a pussy. Well, no, don't call it a pussy. I think it's weird if you're trying to have like a business and this isn't just some like weird sex thing. You're going to put pussy everywhere like that's too like that's slang. You need something professional for it to be like a well-respected organization. I'm surprised they aren't calling it a flower. Yeah, do that.
0: I mean, I personally
1: (laughs) you like pussy.
0: I like pussy. Like if I'm in a relationship with someone and maybe we are talking dirty I like if they're like, oh, I want to taste your pussy. I well, yeah, pussy. of course. But if pussy, you're pussy, looking pussy. to go
1: to a class where you're going to learn some like new level meditation, you want pussy, pussy, pussy everywhere? No, I want to keep my pants on if I'm in a classroom.
0: <laughs> um, although we did talk on uh, the most recent updates about how I accidentally did show my pussy to a teacher. In right. A classroom. Yes, that
1: was hilarious. Um, But yeah, I don't or last week's update yeah yeah oh so funny so okay yeah so it gets weird when all of the members start becoming a staff and are like we're gonna work for the company now um because they discourage their employees from getting paid
0: oh they don't they don't say we're not gonna pay you they just discourage it
1: Yes, they teach their employees to work for free or for very cheap to show their devotion. Yeah, that's a cult. That's the cultiest yeah. thing that I've heard. I was like, ooh. So on their website, everything just looks very like, this is just different. Uh-huh. Like, you are just weirded out by this because it's something new that you've never heard of, uh-huh. but it's worth it. And then I, I found a Bloomberg article... About the dark side That they take all your
0: fucking money. They take all your money. And I should say, I want to mention that I have read about this. I didn't know it was called One Taste, but there's a Twitter personality called So Sad Today that tweets about her depression, and she became a writer at Vice, and then she had a book published called So Sad Today. And it's a great, enjoyable book. If you know anyone who has depression and you want to understand them, It is an interesting book to read. But in one of her essays, she writes about getting sucked into going to a one taste class. And I think she had a roommate who worked for them, who ended up getting into it and said, you should come do this thing. And she said, I was at a point in my life where I didn't really love myself. So next thing you know, I'm having some stranger like rub my pussy in front of an audience. And it's weird. Yeah. Um, And then I realized I didn't want to fuck with them anymore
1: yeah because back in the day they would have all of their students who just go for the first class like i said before they participate in the om like there and then now they don't do that anymore um probably because so many people have been like i actually felt more violated and i didn't enjoy that yeah um and they're worried about lawsuits uh so they stopped doing it with the student participation, but they do still have live demonstrations. I think at their that's classes. what she did. Is she was like the model or something? Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. I think now more so. It's well, I mean, I can't really speak to it. I don't. I've never been to one, but what I read is like they use certified trainers now okay who are a part of the organization because
0: i read a thing about how you can pay your first class is only ten dollars and so for ten dollars you can go and have a stranger rub your clit yeah but that might be an outdated article that i was reading
1: i don't know maybe maybe not let's you want to talk about some of the prices real quick yeah so an intro class like you can go I think there's like a free class that you can just go see what it's about. Uh huh. But once you get into actually taking like paid for classes, because their online 101 guide is free. Okay. If you want to download that, not on my computer. <laughs> um, but their intro classes start at 199 Okay. For $499, you can do a weekend course. Mm hmm. For $4,000, you can do a retreat. For $12,000, you can do the coaching program. For $16,000, you can do what they call an intensive. For $60,000, you get a whole year of unlimited OMing. Who the fuck has (gasps) $60,000? But you also get front row seats.
0: So. Listen, if you want to give me $60,000, you can have a front row seat to my pussy. I will fucking beat <laughs> yeah. off on your fucking face every day for a year for $60,000. Yeah. Done.
1: So. Sold.
0: And you don't have to deal with someone playing a fucking sound bowl. You know right. what I'm saying? There's going to be no, what do they call those drums? Bongos. There's going to be no bongos. <laughs> There's gonna be no thumb pianos. No. There's gonna be no fucking you don't have to deal with any of that shit. You don't have to wear linen pants. Just give me sixty thousand dollars, front row seat, I will bust a nut
1: on your face every day for a year. So here's what's crazy. Fourteen hundred people have signed up for an intro class. Uh-huh. And sixty five hundred have uh taken no, sixty five hundred have taken the intro class. Okay. And fourteen hundred have done the coaching okay so that's a lot of people that's a lot of
0: people that's a lot of like money. what
1: the fuck so that's like when we start getting into the darker aspects of it i just need every
0: lost human being i'm sorry i'm hot i'm bothered tell me if tell you are me. feeling lost in the world and you want to give someone your money give it to me i will come to your <laughs> house and i will help coach you through life And you don't have to do any of this stupid shit and you don't have to do some weird fucking shit that's going to alienate your friends and family. I will coach the shit out of your life and I will take your money gladly. I need it. And you don't have to get all fucking weird because you know what if you say oh I have like this chick who's helping me like clean out my closet or she's helping me work out or helping me meal prep. That's more understandable. I hired a life coach. Then I got into orgasmic meditation. Oh, really? What's that? Oh, I come in a nest with a bunch of strangers and it costs me (laughs) $60,000. What the fuck
1: is a nest? Yeah, no,
0: give me, you can have Um, me for a week. I'll be your life coach for a week for $1,000. And then, you know what? 50 bucks a phone call to check in and make sure you're doing cool. You know what I'm saying? I have reasonable rates and it's not going to make you a fucking weirdo that no one wants to be around. And if you want to bust nuts, that's fine. But I'm not going to make you do it in a room with people. Yeah. So you know what I'm like? If you're like, oh, I feel really stressed. I think I might need an orgasm. I'm going to say, go take a shower, handle your fucking shit yeah totally we can go vibrator shopping especially when
1: it's like like you said there's no actual like human connection there so you might as well just masturbate yeah
0: I'll help you pick out a sex toy we can go to the sex toy store and I can tell you the pros and cons of different products I used to work at the hustler store I can help you with all of these things and you can keep your clothes on and yeah it's oh Jesus fucking Christ yeah Let's get into yeah. the dirty side of this. Um,
1: okay, so there's former members who claim that One Taste pushed them into sexual servitude and into five-figure debt. So It's
0: always that. And it's always like, oh, I don't want to do this. But they're like, don't you want to heal yourself? Don't you want to heal? I read that some people, it's like they had sexual trauma. Like yes. one woman went to an OM workshop. She realized during the session she had a flashback and remembered being sexually assaulted as a child and it brought all of it up and when she talked to one of the coaches about it they said oh you need to do more om yeah you need to give us seven thousand five hundred dollars to reach this level and she's like basically it like really fucked me up because it helped it like it made me remember my sexual trauma and they tried to make me basically they sexually traumatized me and said if you ever want to get better you need to let us make you come in front of people
1: yeah that's one of their claims is that oming is like a cure all. It'll fix everything in your life. And if you get into it and you ever leave, that you're going to be lost and depressed they're without gonna, them. Yeah,
0: that's what abusive, um, re- like, that's what an abusive partner will do is be like, yeah. you, they'll break you down to the point where they're not wrong when they say, you can't survive without me because they've broken you down to the point where you can't. Right. And of uh, just a bunch of fucking people with no education or experience in the field of psychology telling you how your brain works yes you don't need that um, just listen to Simone. J. we'll tell you how your brain we'll works. tell you
1: what's up uh yeah and they have an adversion practice where um they perform sexual acts you don't want to do stop it or they have you do sexual acts with people you find disgusting are you and kidding me they've I mean, again, they pretty much stopped doing a lot of this stuff in 2016. And or have, stopped admitting to it. Exactly. And have, you know, tried rehabilitating their, you know, their what they look like to the public. Um, but yeah, that is something that they would do. It's called aversion practice because the more you do that, the more it'll open yourself up to a better, deeper orgasm. By
0: having sex with someone you're not attracted to? Yes. And you pay them money, which is not how sex works. If you have sex with someone you're not attracted to, they should be giving you money.
1: Yeah. And yeah, they said it would help with personal gain, um, to gain personal power. No. And have an expanded orgasm. Fuck that. Yeah. So I read this article on Bloomberg and, um... They got into how a lot of the former member- members are now in debt. And it started out with the story of a woman who um, married one of her fellow OM members. Uh-huh. And her family wasn't there. Her longtime friends weren't there. It was in the room of a house in San Francisco where their headquarters are. Yeah, it's always in a room um, in a house. And she felt really sad cuz that's not how she wanted her wedding to be. Yeah. And the man she married actually. So like she went to OM because she um felt uncomfortable with in sex-wise, with her sexuality and having sexual relationships. Uh-huh. And she thought that even though it sounded, you know, a little kooky, you know, maybe it would help, whatever. Yeah. So she went and she said that everyone there was so loving and so open that she just felt really accepted and so she went again and then it you know they're like well you should really sign up for this class and she told them you know I don't really have money for the class so one of the instructors helped her apply for a credit card stop and it. was like now you can pay for the class and so she did the class and then they started talking about like oh doing the retreats and she's like you know everyone who did the next class up from you seems so much better. They seem so much more well adjusted and like they were had their shit together and she really wanted to do it, but she just didn't have the money. And so they're like, well, one of the girls like, let me introduce you to this guy who helped me pay for my classes. Uh-huh. And that is who she ended up marrying. Oh. It was the guy who helped her pay for her classes.
0: But, like, why? Because he was wealthy and he wanted... I
1: think just because she... Sucked his got dick? so sucked into it, just into the ring of it. And but, like,
0: why was he paying for people? Oh,
1: I think he was just rich. He
0: was rich and he cared about them coming?
1: Maybe. <laughs> um, but that's the whole... You know, that's the story with a lot of them is they feel so much love in the beginning... And then they're, you know, pushed to take these classes that they can't afford. Mm -hmm. And when they tell the people at the school, you know, I can't afford these classes, they will often, you know, give them silent treatment or start treating them like shit and be like, if you really wanted to get to the next level, you would give whatever you could. You would take out a credit card. Money is just another obstacle in the way of you finding your true self
0: oh Jesus that's like every fucking person who thinks Phoenix is a decent city asking me when I'm going to move back downtown (laughs) and I say I can't afford to live downtown anymore rents have tripled since I moved here and my income was cut in half and they're like oh yeah well we got to find you a place with what fucking money our rents are as high as those in LA and your city fucking sucks don't tell me I should find a way to move back to your fucking city fuck you fuck you your Pilates studio I'm done with your bullshit Everything expensive is fucking bullshit, is what I'm saying. I mean, it really is. And then when people are like, you should find the money. No,
1: fuck you. You find
0: the money and then you give it to me and I'll use it to pay off my credit card, bitch.
1: Yeah. So that's what a lot of these people in this article said is basically they would start taking out credit cards. The people who work there would show them how to fill out credit card applications. Mm -hmm. And then they'd end up spending all of their money on this because they were just taught that money is just an emotional object. Or an uh, emotional obstacle.
0: Yeah. And And it becomes more so the more debt you have.
1: Well, and one of the guys who... This is crazy. So there's a guy in this Bloomberg article who married um, one of the Mm higher-ups. But he actually left his son and just like cut all ties with his son, who was a young child, like a newborn at the time. Because he went to one of the classes and was telling them how he was emotionally overwhelmed at the thought of being a parent it wasn't something he had planned for and they gave him the permission they basically said look this isn't your responsibility she chose to have that child and that doesn't mean that you should have to be responsible for the child as well
0: so come rub some clits
1: yeah those are those
0: bad friends who when you're like oh I want to go key my ex's car they're like yeah let's go fucking do it those aren't good friends no
1: so he joined he ended up um, marrying one of the higher ups and got into a crazy amount of debt also. And it's just it's just crazy. Jesus so, fucking Christ. Yeah. So um, let's just see what this article has to say. They would spend... Days OMing. They no. would OM multiple times a day. Incorrect. That's <laughs> wrong.
0: I just... I once was in Mexico when I was 21 with my boyfriend and he is like in his 30s. Yeah, And he pulled me aside and said, hey, so uh, I've been seeing all these signs outside of the pharmacies advertising Viagra because that's in Mexico. You know, you yeah, can buy yeah, a lot yeah, of shit yeah. on the street. He's like, how do you feel about taking and you want to try it out? And I said, no, thank you. I don't want to be. Anywhere near you when you have a boner for four hours, because I can't fuck for four hours. I have spent days just like masturbating. Yeah, I'll fall down a rabbit yeah. hole of masturbation.
1: Who I, doesn't have those days where they're like, how many orgasms can I have today? I have nothing to do.
0: But I also have had to cancel waxing appointments because I rubbed myself raw and then I didn't want to show my <laughs> punani to a professional. because right. They would be like, what the fuck happened to that thing? Yeah. You know, because there is a limit. Your skin, especially the, the delicate skin of the Vahin, can only take so much. Yes. You know? Yes. So you don't. No. Yeah. Just I know. I don't. <laughs> I've had slow, sensual, meditative sex,
1: and it's yeah. fun, but four hours? No. All day? All day. weekend? Yeah. The, the woman who married the man who helped her pay for classes she said that you know she started living in a communal house with her co-workers Jesus. seven days a week they gathered for multiple rounds of orgasmic meditation
0: yeah i read that there's like uh if you're like really in it you have to get up at like 6 a.m to do a session before yeah. you go to work and i don't like being told that's the other thing it's so ritualized like six fifteen, basta bust not yeah like 15 so, minutes on the clock. Right.
1: So they do that. Then they would spend hours calling and texting people who had come to one taste events, trying to sell them seats for the next class. Oh, um, and then they hosted evening OM circles that sometimes held 30 or more pairs of strokers and strokeys, And so they would go to that. Basically, their days were so filled with either OMing or trying to get other people to join Uh that they would work 30-hour days, like 30-hour days. Sounds like it. Like 18-hour days, and they would just like spend all of their time in this, so they would be exhausted to the point where they couldn't think. Uh And this one person said specifically like, she spent so much time oming or working that she was not only exhausted just from constantly going, but the rawness that coming yeah leaves you feeling that she just like there was no way to think clearly.
0: Yeah, that's because that's they want to have you in a vulnerable state of mind. Yes. Jesus. I also I have a big problem with people whose sexuality is the prominent part of who they are or their identity. So when you haven't even known someone for 15 minutes and they're telling you they're bisexual or they're polyamorous or they're into bondage or whatever, like this, I fucking met a dude like a week ago who I didn't even know his fucking name and he's telling me all about the type of swingers clubs him and his wife like to go to. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I'm a fucking stranger to you. Why are you telling me this? Because that's your number one hobby. Your number one hobby, your number one, like, self-perception is your sexuality. And I need you to have other interests. Mm-hmm. And it's something that I think people are surprised when I talk about that because I do a podcast about sex, drugs, and spirituality. I do sexually sexual rap music. And people think of me as, like, the sex person. And they always send me anything sex in the news they send mm-hmm. to me. And I'm not really that sexual of a person I am an open person so I like to talk about things and I have some issues regarding being a woman and my sexuality and I started doing sexual rap music after my experience of living in New York and feeling very catcalled and persecuted and hated by men and I write assertive music about sex to like I don't know kind of try to Feel empowered in an area of my life where I feel very disempowered. Yeah. But I inherently don't like when people, their whole identity is based around sex. Like, oh, what are you doing after work today, Cheryl? Oh, I'm going to go come. Yeah. You know, or when people are like, oh, yeah, my boyfriend and I have been looking for a third to blah, blah, blah with. And I'm like, I don't know your last name. Why are you telling me about your very specific proclivities? Right. Because. Like also, that'd be like trying to tell me like what your favorite fortress or weaponry is in Legend of Zelda. Like it's very specific and I don't really know anything like it's just I don't know. It's weird. It is weird. So just the idea where you're like, wake up. Do come stuff. Go yeah. or get home. Do come stuff.
1: Yes, like yeah. w-
0: there's no time there to to there's like no time. to read a mystery novel. No, like? there's
1: nothing. One of the women said she spent more than eighty hours most weeks working on the group's formal and informal activities. So she's not crocheting an afghan. She's not doing an afghan. Another one said he worked around 100 hours per week.
0: Are they all skinny because they don't even have time to eat or cook or like... Probably. I just feel like they're like veal. Like they don't have time to work out or to cook things.
1: And then on top of that, um, you know, they were only listed as part-time workers and often they didn't even get what they were supposed to be paid for that. So So they have no money. They don't have any money. They don't have time to do anything personal. They're living in these homes with the Other workers. They
0: might as well be in the Sea Org in Scientology.
1: Exactly. Fuck that. It's crazy. So in 2015, they had a event, a five-day event called Magic School. Oh, fuck. Where they selected, you know, a group of men and women, like four or five men and women, and designated them as the priests and priestesses of orgasm. Oh, my God. And dressed them all in white. And then they conducted a group OM session overseen by the founder, Daydone. Nicole Daydone. And that was done in front of a 100 or so employees. And, you know, people are like, this is fucking like, this is extreme. They claimed that that was like similar to Burning Man. That oh, was yeah, just their like, OM festival. Yeah, that was just their own festival.
0: Oh, Jesus. This lady, so, Daydone or whatever, she has an hour long TED talk that yes. I guess has a million views, yeah. and Deepak Chopra shared it to his YouTube channel. I didn't watch it because I'm like, I no. don't give a fuck about you, bitch. I don't want her demon whatever to come through the screen and infect my brain.
1: Yeah. So. Like I said earlier, they no longer organize group OMs among students. Um, they no longer lease communal homes, and they've added teaching centers. Allegedly, allegedly. So, and and One Taste itself claims prior to twenty sixteen, it was more of an edgy lifestyle community. The
0: I think what makes it interesting is okay, this lady has a history of studying semantics. So she's very good at language and manipulation, but also she's business-minded. And so they have managed to be very successful and organized on the business aspect and be basically a for-profit cult.
1: Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So the woman who married the man who was paying for her classes, Uh she eventually realized like, i'm in so much fucking debt i'm exhausted i'm not happy i don't like doing these classes Uh anymore also they a lot of the former employees said that um their managers would kind of use them as like it they said it was almost like a sex prostitution ring oh i believe because they would have people who they would want them to kind of go butter up beforehand Mm -hmm. so that they'd be more willing to take a class yeah i heard they'll put
0: like the pretty ladies in the front of the studios like they would kind of sort out based on attractiveness and charm yeah and
1: they'd be like go flirt that person up and do an om um and then i'm gonna call them and sell them another class but like warm them up for me so they're ready to jump on to the next class yeah um and so this woman's like you know I I can't do this anymore so she left she talked her husband into leaving, but the stress of the real world got to them and they divorced yeah because she said that like not only being a part of that was traumatic but also going back to normal everyday life was really traumatic too mm-hmm. because she started to think about how many people she had OM'd with and you know they kind of taught them to look at it as not like a romantic sexual experience yeah it's a meditative experience but when you then she looks back and she's like i can't believe i did that with all those different people that i didn't even know yeah
0: she shared that very personal part of yeah. herself with strangers
1: yeah so and just readjusting to normal everyday life it's like so you know,
0: I'm- I would a hundred percent feel prostituted, definitely, and be like, okay, you made me do sexual shit that I wouldn't have done. You made me do sexual shit with people I didn't want to do it with, and you did it to get their money. Like that's prostitution. Yeah, and like, oh, so I was prostituted, and I didn't get to keep any of the money. Like, yeah, but- I would feel very, very violated and pimped out. Yeah,
1: be like the uh, the money the. The O.M.ing they would make them do things called fear inventories where they would have to tell each other really personal experiences mm-hmm. and other people would write them down to call them up and be like you know don't you want to get past your divorce like you if you take another class you could do this so they had like personal dirt on them mm-hmm. to kind of Push them with. This is why you never share your dirt with people. Just kidding. If it's mentionable, it's manageable. But don't yes. share it with
0: anyone who wants your bank account info. Ex-
1: yeah, don't share it with people who like want you to pay them mm-hmm. to talk to you. Yeah. Um. So it's just it's obvious that consent is like a really gray area with this company overall. Because technically money.
0: they're consenting to it, but they it's
1: coerced. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's it's just. You know, what did I write? Consent is a gray area for this company. The schedules are packed solid, leaving employees exhausted. Plus constant OMing left them emotionally raw, equaling. It's hard to think. Mm-hmm. You don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah. Um. Here's something that I found very interesting and kind of hard to believe. It was endorsed by Khloe Kardashian. I 100% believe that. You think so? I couldn't find anywhere else except... Um, in the Bloomberg article, One Taste had claimed that she endorsed it.
0: Okay, I bet One Taste claimed it, but I doubt that Khloe Kardashian actually knows what it is and endorsed it. I bet they were like, hey, what do you think about orgasmic meditation? And she was like, that's cool. Sounds dope. Sounds
1: dope. Yeah. That's
0: kinda, I like Khloe Kardashian. Me too. And I don't think she would buy into this bullshit.
1: I hope not. It was kind of weird, but um, here's what Joanna Van Vleck, the... Prior chief executive officer. Oh yeah. Said of uh, one taste. One taste is the whole foods of sexuality, the organic good for you version.
0: I don't feel like this is good for you because it drains your fucking spirit and your bank account. And anyone who tries to tell you this is the program for how sex happens is incorrect. Because as someone who approaches all of life as If it's an improv scene and I yes and things like it should be ongoing change and different and in the moment and you should be playing off of your partner as to what's happening. So every time you have sex, it should be different and it should be about both people interacting and yes anding each other And the idea of being told this is how you come is ridiculous. Yeah. I don't even like when people have their way where they're like, this is how I come. And I'm like, so like every time you come, it's like checking the boxes. Like this is the only way that you're capable of having an orgasm. Um, It seems super boring. Right. So. Yeah.
1: So I said past chief executive officer because she recently stepped down. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now. One taste claims it is not due to any articles that were written or anything going on like that. Unsavory. Um, they said that it was she was always planning on stepping down and um someone else is taking over who actually owns a stake in OM. Because the founder Daydone, mm-hmm. she left the company and sold her stake in it. Um, let's see, when was that? Uh,
0: last year. So it is it this is about it being a like for profit cult that she was able to sell her shares.
1: Yes to three different people. So now three people own steak in the one taste. Yeah
0: that's insane.
1: Um, so you know I just feel like masturbate find someone you like and have them rub your clit like And I will say, too, they claim that for men, it helps them be more sensitive. It helps them be more emotionally present. Um, it helps them be calm. Like, it's supposed to have just as many benefits for men doing it as well. There are locations in San Francisco, which was the original headquarters, I believe New York and London mm-hmm. um, and maybe L.A. There I don't know. There's some... Locations around where you can like meet up with teachers, but honestly, I think it's one of those things that if you go and try it once, you'll probably be like, Yeah, that was weird. Um, but if you actually become a member, you'll realize it's a cult. Yeah,
0: <laughs> the only thing they have going for it is like members said, It's not culty because like you can leave, like they let you leave, right? And
1: there's that, um. But some of them also said that they were afraid to leave because they were afraid that they wouldn't know how to function without that support yeah. group and that those practices. Um, and some of them even feared for their spiritual well-being.
0: Yeah, because they were broken down. Yeah. That's don't ever let anybody this is why I'm a Satanist because Satanism is like follow your own internal judgment and be strong and smart and intellectual enough to know that you can be your own guiding force and you will never be broken down. Anyone who tries to break down who you are and insist that you need their guidance is dangerous. Yes. Because like what you need to do is fortify yourself internally and be your own fucking lighthouse in the world. Yes.
1: And I will say one more thing. Um, they are doing a study and they say their study mission is to find out the emotional and cognitive benefits of OM starting in 2016, Dr. Nicole. Krauss and Dr. Greg Siegel started work on the OM study measuring two hundred and fifty people practicing OM using EEG on both partners.
0: That's stupid.
1: Um and the findings are supposed to come out later this year. So I think that's their like last ditch effort to try and like have any sort of backing that this is a good thing. And I'll I'm gonna I'm gonna keep a tab on that and see what their findings say. I, I bet they'll be like, it's it's the same as when you have sex. Yeah, because it's person. EEG. It's
0: not an fMRI study. So it's not going to give you a full understanding of the processes in the
1: brain. Yeah. And here's their claims that their study is groundbreaking. It's the first partnered stimulation study in the U.S. since Masters and Johnson and third in the world, worldwide. First partnered stimulation in U.S. to ever be approved by the Scientific Ethics Board. Mm hmm. First partnered stimulation study ever to be to measure the stroker.
0: Oh Jesus fucking. will be
1: able to capture what connection in the brain looks like. And the first study of its kind to use EEG. Um oh and then let's just let's just give the men a shout out and see what they say. Mm-hmm. So they surveyed 113 men cuz I got all pissed off like I was just going through the tabs when I was yeah. first looking at the website and it said benefits for men and I was like why the fuck there's a benefits for men page? Where's yeah. the benefits for women? I didn't know it was all about clits. Yeah. Um. So here's what the men say. They surveyed 113 men and asked 60, que- 60 questions on what they got out of OM. 91% said they were more present with people. 90% said they have an easier time engaging with the opposite sex. 80% feel more agile in challenging situations. 82% intuition is stronger 88% feel sexier, 79% better at articulating feelings, mm-hmm. and 72% felt more turned on in their lives. Yeah, but like, here's the deal. You,
0: number one, meditation will give you those effects. Yes. Number two, you are going to be more comfortable around women if the more you interact with women, the more comfortable you are with them, and the more sex you have with women, the the more comfortable you are with them. And if you know how to make a woman come, it will make you more confident in hitting on women. I have a friend who was very awkward and shy around women. He had a dalliance with an older lady who basically taught him the ins and outs of pleasing a woman. Yes. She basically took him to OM school. And then he's like, it changed my life. It was life changing what this woman did for me because it gave me the confidence to hit on women, to flirt with women, to go to bed with women. And so, yeah, like it's cool to learn how to please a woman. It will make you more comfortable around them. You don't need to pay $7,500 for no. it. You just have to fucking deliver pizza to the right person's yeah. house and hopefully she invites you in. Mm. Or you can be open with your partner and say, hey, I don't really know how to go down on a woman, or I don't really know how to finger a woman. Let me, here's a great way to learn about pleasing a woman because everyone gets off different ways. But if you're with someone, ask them to masturbate in front of you. Like have a comfortable sexual relationship where it's like, I wanna see, I wanna watch you get you off, I wanna see exactly how you like it and like if she's comfortable with you she'll do it that's hot and steamy and once you like and that's something i do with my partners like i like watching dudes jerk off like Me too. jerk off on my tits like yeah. that's hot and i get to see how how do you do you and that can inform how i do you exactly and that's a fun engaging thing and then it's not learning a set of rules that you use on everyone um
1: and honestly i just feel like sex and sexuality and sex acts should take place between two people who are attracted to one another and have an emotional connection whether it be for that evening or for many days mm-hmm. um but just i just the thought that you go to a class like you said earlier like it's so mechanical and just you're just taking the steps and It's just not right. No, if I'm going to have mechanical sex, I'm getting paid. I'm
0: sorry. Right. The money is going in my bank account, not out of it.
1: It's like if you use an escort or a sex worker, like you know what you're paying for. You are. It's honest. It's an honest and very specific to what you want. This is claiming to be like a cure all for your life. It's a snake oil. Exactly. Like there's it's just no. No. Simone Shay says No. And I say
0: if you're one of those dudes who's like doesn't care about getting off. He likes getting women off because there are those guys who are like, I don't even care if I come. I just want to get you off. And you feel the need to give tens of thousands of dollars away in your pursuit of getting women off. Just DM me. I have (laughs) PayPal and we can work things out. I will take your tens of thousands of dollars. Yeah. Like if you like making women happy.
1: Money makes me very happy. So, yeah. I mean, I just feel like save a lot of money by going to a community yoga class or free meditation class mm-hmm. and masturbating at home. Yeah. Like this is just some bullshit. It is some fucking bullshit. So, we hope you learned a little bit about one taste and oming and uh, don't do it. Don't give them your money.
0: Yeah, save your money, dude.
1: If you want, go to the website and read the manuscript and then do it with, like, your partner. Yeah. that'll be interesting. Don't look at me. Just keep rubbing that clip, baby.
0: I was going to say, did I already say this? That I think the only good thing about this is it might be a really hot role-playing game to play with your partner. To be, like, to pretend you don't know each other and, like, set up a nest and then do this thing. That would be hot. It would be a hot role playing activity yeah you and your partner want to do that that could be fun for you yeah
1: and even some of the former members did say that they did find some value in the om practice itself but it was just everything else with the debt and forcing them into relationships they didn't want to be in and forcing them to do it when they didn't want to Mm -hmm. that was not good yeah so yeah have have that fun ass foreplay do it
0: well happy hump
1: day yeah don't pay for it don't don't pay people anything ever (laughs) put your money in your mattress (laughs) sorry (laughs) all right bye guys